Hello there and welcome back to another episode of Mosaic Hearts. So here's the deal. It seems like it has been forever since my last podcast, but it's been a reason. I took a long break because I wanted to see how deep I wanted to take this podcast. Because you know, it can be kind of scary when you go deep, but sometimes that's what we've been called to do. It took me some time, but I realized that in order for this podcast to really, truly reflect my journey, I'm going to have to go deep. And I realized that it won't be for everyone, but I realized it will be for someone. And my prayer has always been for Mosaic Hearts to help people unleash the dreams that they have in their heart. But sometimes we got to dig those dreams up from under all those issues and struggles and failures of life. And that requires us to sometimes go to places that will make us feel uncomfortable and extremely vulnerable. And after some long thought and a lot of prayer, I decided that I'm ready to do that. So again, welcome back to Mosaic Hearts. I want to share a little bit of my journey with you. From the first couple of episodes, you can probably conclude that in 2018, I left my job and I started on an adventure to pursue my best life. But I left out a major portion, which I know is so important. And I think it may be life-changing for someone. I wasn't ready to share it back then, but I'm ready to share it today. So here we go. The morning after I left my job, I was all excited about my new adventure. I was ready to change the world. I was like, where am I supposed to go? What am I supposed to do? Who am I supposed to meet? I'm supposed to change lives. But then I heard this still small voice say to me, it's time for you to sit down and get healed. And I was thinking to myself, what? Get healed from what? And why? And I just quit my job and I'm supposed to be living out my dreams. I'm supposed to be living my best life right now. And again, all I could sense was that it's time to get healed. I was so confused, but I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I went into my spare room, which was completely empty. And I brought in my laptop, some pens, paper, books, and a Bible. I don't know why I brought all those things, but it just felt like that's what I was supposed to have. And I didn't have a table at the time, so I took out this old beach towel from the closet. I laid it out on the floor for me to sit on. And then I took my ironing board and I set it on its lowest level and I used that as my table. Yep, very innovative, I know. <laughs> and that spare room, unknowingly, will become my healing place for seven months. I went from initially not understanding why I was going through this to spending nearly all day in that room and not ever wanting to leave. In that room, I would journal, read, type, write, pray, and cry my eyes out before the Lord. It was a place where I came face to face with all the pain, emotional trauma, rejection, fear, and failures that I had spent all my life tucking away, hiding from, and trying to forget. I realized that I had been moving and shaking and shifting all my life, and I had never sat down long enough to ask myself, are you okay? 
So let me give you a little background context. Let's just go back a month before I was making this old ugly cry face before the Lord. It was the month before I went into timeout. At that time, I was okay. In fact, I was good. So I thought I was in a career that I wanted. I had my own home. I was about to get married. We were financially set. We were looking to move into our dream home. I was surrounded by family and great friends who loved me. I had just returned back from vacation from the Dominican Republic. And yet, I was so unhappy. And that sounds ridiculous, right? It sounds like I had everything I wanted, but I still wasn't at a good place. And let me make sure I add this. I absolutely love God. I attended church every week. I was a part of the prison ministry, which I loved. But at the end of the day, when I put my head on my pillow, I had no peace and I did not understand why. So one of the ways that I sometimes process my thoughts and my emotions is that I journal and it's become pretty much a daily part of my life. And on July 5th, shortly after we returned back from the Dominican Republic, I had a very specific prayer request that I had written in my journal. And I'll leave it at that for now. Well, seven days later, after I wrote that entry, my relationship unexpectedly fell apart right before my eyes. AKA, <laughs> I got dumped. My heart was crushed. And as I'm trying to get over this breakup, I sense that now it's time to leave my 10-year career, which made absolutely no sense to me because I'm already in the middle of one transition, which was a breakup. Do I really need something else to get over? So I certainly put up a fight <laughs> because I could understand if I felt led to leave my career when I had someone to help support me, but my help just kicked me to the curb. <laughs> so I was solo. So I questioned, doubted, and fought it. But if you've ever tried to disobey God when you know what you've been instructed to do, you can relate to the heaviness I felt every time I got up and went to work. I was quietly hoping that this feeling to leave my job was going to just disappear somehow. Well, it didn't. Every day, it got harder and more intense to function until finally, it became so overwhelming that the day came that I walked into my supervisor's office, sat down, looked him in his eyes, and told him, I have to go. And I turned in my two weeks notice. The moment it came out of my mouth, I felt instant peace. So let's fast forward back to the river of tears taking place in my spare room. I was more than three weeks into my breakup and only days out from leaving my career. So you would think all the tears came from the turmoil that took place within less than a month. But no, I was actually at peace with leaving my job and even with the breakup at that point. So no, the tears, they came from a different place. Those tears came from a past that I now had to face. I had no job to go to and I had no other relationship to take up my time and energy. It was just God and Lanita in the spare room, on the floor, just us. I finally had time to ask myself, are you okay? And my answer was, no. 
All the tucked away pain from childhood came spilling out. All the emotional trauma from careless relationships and situationships came somersaulting out of my heart. And the secret and hidden wounds from harsh words and criticisms came flowing out of my eyes as tears. For the first time in my life, I saw how truly wounded I was. Clearly, I had been bleeding all these years, but never stopped to address the wounds. I would simply try to cover them up with patches, like getting a better education or chasing that job, going on vacations, going from this relationship to the next. I loved God with all my heart, but I was an emotional mess because I had not given God everything. I had learned to keep the pain, failures, and disappointments to myself and just deal with it. So where and how did I learn to do that? And here's where it's going to get deep and make some people very uncomfortable. But hey, it's my truth. From the age of six to 12, I was sexually abused by multiple people. And I wanna be clear that this did not involve anyone in my family. At the age of 11, I went to a trusted adult to report what happened to me. And all I can remember are two words I was told, don't tell. I was so confused. It took all my energy and courage to finally come forth and say something about it, only to hear, don't tell. From that moment forth, I felt like it was my fault and I was responsible for handling it from there. So how does a child deal with trauma and pain? Well, they push it down and try to forget it. And that's exactly what I did. I never spoke about it again. And unfortunately, I would face the same kind of abuse again at the age of 12. And I never said a word. I pushed it down and moved on as though it never happened. And that's how I learned to deal with pain and trauma in my life. I wish I could say that when the clock struck midnight on my 18th birthday or even my 21st birthday that all that emotional chaos was gone with the wind. Nope. In fact, it now had company because by 18 and 21, I was good at hiding pain, trauma, shame, and guilt. So I had a pretty full emotionally damaged savings account and nearly every decision I made from that point on in my life came out of that broken account. So imagine my balance by the time I'm in my 30s. You guessed it, a toxic mess. And my biggest fear had always been that people are going to find out that I'm jacked up and they're going to leave me and talk about me, judge me and criticize me. And that would only validate and solidify that something is wrong with me, which I knew something was wrong, but I just didn't want everyone else to know that. So I did my best, I put on my mask. Maybe if I excel at something, complete school, get a good job, maybe if I date the right guy, that would prove that I'm okay. But how many of you know that only made me even more self-conscious, insecure, and put my low self-esteem on full blast because I felt like I had something to prove all the time and any kind of failure or rejection was devastating to me. 
but you never know it because I would tuck away the pain and keep it moving on to the next disaster, leaving trails of broken pieces of my identity, my value, and my self-worth everywhere I went. So once again, back to the cry fest in the spare room on the floor of God. What happened in those seven months in that room? Well, I laid it all out. Every hurt, pain, fear, wound, criticism, rejection, breakup, dumb decision, failure, embarrassment, everything. I laid it out before God and I gave it to Him because I was never created to carry all of that. And I did something that I had never done before. I cried for that little girl that carried what she was never strong enough to carry. And I cried for that young woman who kept making decisions from a broken place simply because she did not know she was broken and needed to be healed. And I cried tears of joy for the God that never gave up on us. It took three long years to get here. And where is here? Peace. Peace regarding what I went through. Peace regarding where I am today. Peace regarding the unknown future. And peace regarding how others may see me or what they may think about me. My biggest fear had been that people will know that I'm all jacked up. The truth is, I am. (laughs) And that's exactly why I need Jesus. No shame. My life changed because I was able to lay out my whole heart before God. The good, the bad, and the real, real, real ugly. And this one truth healed my soul. He promised to never leave me nor forsake me. The more of my yuck I surrender to God, the more of his peace I receive. And you cannot beat that. His peace released me not to just discover my dreams and pursue my purpose, but his peace released me to discover the Lanita I've always wanted to be. And now I want to read to you that journal entry that I wrote on July 5th, 2018. Thursday, 10.39 a.m. I've seen life through my experiences, my rearing by my parents, what I've watched, listened to, in essence, my exposure. My grandmother exposed me to God. He was not just her creator, but he was her everything. You could hear it in her prayers. I want God to be my everything. He is the only reliable source, friend, confidant, dependable one I can put all my trust in. He cannot and will not fail. More than anything else, I want a personal, deep, close, and intimate relationship with my father, my friend, my counselor, my guide, my corrector, my healer, my provider, my source, my peace, my joy, my heart, my love, my all. Fill me today, my Lord, in a fresh, new way. May I experience a deeper love for you with each breath I take. You said ask. Therefore, I'm asking you to fill my heart and my soul with your spirit, with your love, with your peace, with your ways, your wisdom, your knowledge, your beauty, your kindness, your mercy, your grace, your goodness, 
and your faithfulness. I never thought that when I wrote that prayer down three years ago, that I would be going through a breakup, that I would be leaving my job, that I would have to come to terms with painful memories. But I realized that sometimes your life has to fall apart before God puts it back together. And when he puts it back together, the foundation is so much stronger. We will never lose anything surrendering all to God because he truly is our peace and he is for us. Today, I want to say thank you for tuning in to Mosaic Hearts. Until next time.